Yes, it's me, Mark Stone, and this is the Backseat Driver Podcast. Last Saturday was the Duncan Park Rally Festival, organised as always by the Lombard Rally Series and Tim Nash. It also gave me the opportunity to have a chat with Philip Ashworth, who rallies a Volvo 142S. Not a familiar sight on the British historic rally stages, but was a popular car over in Scandinavia in period. So I had a chat with Philip as to how he managed to get one of these cars over to the UK and exactly what he thinks of it and how much he enjoys being behind the wheel. It also gave me the chance to have a word with one of UK's rallying and racing's major and most ebullient characters, Andy Ace Harrison. Andy is well known for racing and rallying single-seaters, minis especially, and various other vehicles, but one of his pride and joys is his Morris 1800 Land Crab, 1968, when the car was built and took part in the London to Sydney Rally Marathon. The car has never, ever stopped rallying from all these years. So I was able to have a sit down and a chat with Andy about the car, about his racing, his involvement with Race Against Dementia, uh, something that is extremely close to his heart and something that I have involvement with given the uh, dementia and Alzheimer's that has uh, affected my family. We also have the chance to chat about, very briefly, his latest rally car project, which was the X-Works Austin Allegro. Uh, Not your first thought of a rally car, but he's managed to find it and he's now busy restoring it. So sit back and enjoy my chat with Philip Ashworth and his Volvo 142S and Andy Ace Harrison. As I said, a man who races and rallies virtually anything and everything with four wheels. I'm here at Duncan Park for the Lombard Rally Festival, Duncan Park, with Philip Ashworth, the man who drives, quite an unusual rally car, a Volvo 142S. Philip, welcome to the Backseat Driver. Very nice to see you again. What's today's stage like uh it's just beginning to get greasy we've had sort of drizzle for the last hour um the, the, there's no pill section at the beginning mixture of gravel and concrete reasonably fast that's good fun as soon as you get to the top it gets gets slippy and then right at the end there's a loop around through, through some trees in fairly dick, deep gloopy mud uh, another car in front of me went straight off into a tree earlier on <laughs> he's since gone home now you rally an old volvo but not the not the ones that people are used to seeing. Most people are used to seeing the Amazons and the Amazons' predecessor. But a one four two is an unusual rally car, or it is in England. What tempted you to rally this particular model of Volvo? Well, the car itself, uh, I, I've always liked the one forty series, and it was my father's first ever new car in nineteen seventy one. He bought a uh, 145, which was the estate car, from John Walworks in Manchester. The, the archetypal antique dealer's car. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, I, and I saw this one on, online. It, was, uh, been, it had been built in Finland, stage rally car, and it had been in a historic rally championship in Finland. And it wasn't silly money. 
And then I inquired about how much to co- uh, to get it from Finland. And it was 800 euros. So I thought, oh, we'll have a go at that. <laughs> and what's it been like? Has it lived up to expectations? I probably exceeded them. I've had it for five years now. Uh, I can honestly say it's not had a spanner on it, apart from I swapped a gearbox out for another one that I got with the spares, just because it had different ratios in. Apart from that, not a spanner. What is it like to rally? To rally itself? Rallying is, is just great fun. No, I mean, the car, what is the Volvo like to rally? A bit on the heavy side. Yeah. <laughs> it's got plenty of grunt for, a, for an old car. It's 50-year-old. Uh, when it was on the dyno last, it was putting out about 200 brake horse at the flywheel. Um, so it's, it's got grunt for, the, for an, a, an old car. Uh, and it's good fun. And, of course, being a Scandinavian car, it would be built to rally Scandinavian-type rallies, which I get the feeling a lot of them are loose surface. Yeah, they're, they're mainly long, sweeping gravel turns, not, not quite like the forests we get here, uh, and the, the Volvo's perfect for them. So what else have you rallied besides the Volvo? No, this is my first ever rally car. <laughs> and I, I bought it for a particular birthday and decided I wanted to do rallying all my life, and I thought, I'll have a go at it. Uh, what's the attraction of rallying? Uh, well, you get to drive city cars quickly. Uh, and it's just great fun. Uh, I've, I've tried circuit racing, um, but I, you get a lot more fun on a rally circuit, on a rally track. So what else are you doing this year with it? Um, I'm probably going to do a couple more of Tim's rallies. Uh, I think there's one coming up in Lincolnshire. Uh, there's also a rally festival up in uh, Northumberland. Uh, Brunton Airfield, which I'm going to try and do in July. Uh, and then we'll just see how the year goes on after that. Well, the beauty of the one in Lincolnshire, Grimesthorpe, it is incredibly fast. It's a very fast, predominantly tarmac stage. So it'll be a different sort of venue and a different sort of stage compared to what you and the car are used to. Uh, it certainly will. Uh, <laughs> I've not done a very fast tarmac stage in this yet. Billy Pesworth, thank you very much indeed for joining me on the Backseat Driver. It's a pleasure. Nice to see you again. I'm here at Duncan Park with Andy Ace Harrison, fresh from his success on the Isle of Man. Andy, welcome back to the Backseat Driver. Yeah, I love coming and being interviewed by you. You bring the best out in me. <laughs> I mean, you had great success in the famous Orange Box Mini on the Isle of Man just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you know, it was 60 years of the Manx Rally. That's what that event were about. My car did the original first event with uh, Roy Mapple. But I can't take all the credit for the uh, event. Henry Carr, the navigator, is a really good navigator. It was a team effort. I mean, you finished very well, didn't you? Yeah, 14th overall, first in class, top mini. <laughs> Which isn't bad because Orange Box, for those that don't know, is the original cut and shut. It is. I've come from right area, Yorkshire, haven't <laughs> we, cut and shut? But it, what, it, what you've got to remember, I don't think we've ever touched it, was a prototype van that Roy Mapple uh, rallied in period and he crashed it and welded the back end of a Mini Cooper on the front end of a van. So we keep saying, why has it got a, a minivan front end? That's its history. Is it a Cooper? What exactly is it? Because, I mean, it's only a tiny engine. The orange box doesn't look anything special. 1150 cc's but we wiped the floor in the Isle of Man with it it's it's a torquey usable handy little engine it's a mini cooper engine you'd probably say like speedwell spec from the period uh but yeah lovely engine but it's like i said it doesn't 
not be no disrespect to the car to you it doesn't look fancy i mean it's got ordinary little white metal rims on it relatively ordinary looking tires it looks like something your granny would go shopping in in many ways if it weren't bright orange, you'd call it a stealth bomber, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it, I, I like the look of it. When I bought it, I bought it off of Steve Entwistle, who everybody knows he's well-known in, in my type of rallying, uh, and he offered me the car, and I've just absolutely fallen in love with it. The events I do, uh, it's helped me through some difficult periods. Fantastic car. I've got to say, going back to Isle of Man, one of the best events I've ever done. Now, move forward a couple of weeks to Duncan Park here and you're out in the famous Morris, Morris 1800 Land Crab London Sydney Rally Car which six years later or more is still doing tremendous things. It's always been a rally car remember it was built from a shell supplied by the factory to be a rally car and it's always been a rally car so you imagine 60 years of rallying and it's still going strong. And the interesting thing is because you very kindly, after taking me out in the uh, co-driver's seat, threw me the keys and said, go and drive a stage yourself, much to my surprise. But you're sat in a rally car that did one of the world's greatest events. It's still got its walnut dashboard. It's still got its heater. It's still got its ashtray. It has the old-fashioned speedo in it. In fact, you're sat in a road car that just happens to be one of the world's greatest and historic rally cars. You've got to take your hat off to the uh, to BMC. I mean, that is a strong car. That ain't seam welded and uh, welding cages. That is a factory car. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a little bit of seam welding along the sills to give it some rigidity. But that is a factory car. That ain't uprated suspension. That's not fancy suspension. There's no fancy shock absorbers on it. That is what you could have bought at BMC in 1968, an 1800S. Uh, which means it's an MGB type engine. It's a standard four-speed H-pattern gearbox. It's a normal handbrake in it. I mean, it's still got its indicator stokes and everything else. But apart from the fact it rattles a little bit now, because of what it's been doing for all these years, I mean, it's such an unusual car to drive, because it's like driving a road car. It just floats about. The, the, and I told you before you went out in it, the tip with the car is you don't grip it by the scruff of its neck. You actually release the grip and let the car do its own thing. So just hit the throttle and just sort of guide it along the way. It's like a stallion. Just just guide it. And you learn. I mean, I can't believe Cat Lunge just come up to me and told me how well you went. She never said that about me. <laughs> Uh, the interesting thing is, it's like I said, it's like driving a road car. You're driving a special stage here at Duncan Park on a mixture of tarmac, gravel, mud, shale, everything. And apart from the fact I did worry a photographer because I was wide into a corner, mainly because I couldn't find second gear all of a sudden, uh, you just lift it, tucks in, you floor it and away it goes again. Nobody's seen that cameraman. We're going to have a look in grill and nudge bar, make sure you didn't collect him. But it, it, it's a fantastic car. People come and look at it after you've actually been out and staging it. Because all of a sudden, the wake up, people came up to me and said, bah, you're driving that car really well. Cat said that same to you. And you were worried about people catching you. I said, don't worry about people catching you. That car's designed to cover land. That's what it was designed to do. Well, when we set off, I managed. I was hoping to be at the back of all the cars, so I wouldn't cause anybody a problem. As it was, it didn't work. I had a white Alfa Mayo GTV behind me, and I must confess, because uh, I always drive in dark glasses because of my sensitivity to white bright light, uh, my co-driver didn't notice me keep looking in the rearview mirror, and I thought, that Alfa's going to be right up my back end by mid-distance, and he never caught me. 
No, it wouldn't. As long as you concentrate on keeping that car going forward, they won't catch you. It's going to take something like a WRC car to catch you in that stage, and you'd be surprised. Because don't forget, them escorts look really lovely when they're sideways and they're scrabbling for grip, but they're not going forwards. They're showboating. You were going forwards. You steered, you hit the throttle, you got going. You drove really well. I was once told that. I was fortunate enough to once go out and drive a few laps with one of my heroes next to me. Not you, I'm sorry, Andy. But the one, the only, Richard Atwood. And after about 30 laps of Croft, he said to me, you're as boring as I am. He said, but unlike the other cars around us that are sliding sideways, they're not going forwards. He said, you drive in a very old style. You're going forwards all the time. That's what you've got to do. This is what Henry, my navigator, says about me and I, in, like when we did the Manx Rally. Keep things tidy. Make sure you're always going forwards. Yes, you want to go forwards at a pace, but it's that happy medium between going quick enough to be doing well and not throwing time away. As long as you're going forwards and not sideways, you're going quickly. What do you think of the Duncan Park stage? I mean, it's like we said, it's everything you might want. All the surfaces, ups, downs, tight corners, flowing corners, a lot of trees to avoid. One or two didn't, I noticed today. I mean, it's a fantastic stage. And once again, put on by Tim Nash. Tim Nash done a wonderful job getting this stage. It's a mixture of everything you could possibly want, especially with an historic rally car. You've got a bit of tarmac, you've got a lot of uh, loose, you've got the hills, you've got the downhills, you've got the fast-flowing bends, you've got the hairpins, the chicanes. You've got to take your hat off to the local house, the baron of the house, for letting us run here. It's a fantastic thing to do to let people see these cars. And finally, the one thing the uh, Land Crab now flies, the logo and your overalls, is Race Against Dementia, which is one of Sir Jackie Stewart's charities. Yeah, like we touched on earlier, we're raising quite a bit of money for Race Against Dementia. It's coming to the forefront now. We're trying to find cure for or a delay for the illness. Uh, very much like you said earlier, it's prevalent in my family. Everybody on my dad's side has suffered with it. I get told it's not hereditary, but it's looking like it is. Uh, I'm worried myself, like you touched on it yourself, that, you know, I'm a forgetful, I'm a forgetful because I'm busy or this. So I do like raising money for the charity. At Goodwood last year, we raised 250 grand as a group of people. The, the, the Goodwood made it their, their charity of the event, which was wonderful. And we raised a £1,000 at Race, uh, Race Retro. Uh, so we're, we're, we're lifting the profile, so we're doing the 2023 tour for Race Against Dementia. So what else is in front of you for 2023 and which car? Well, it's a mixture of cars, really. We've just entered uh, a hill climb over at Kirby Longsdale, Barbon. Hill climb I've always wanted to do, so that's in the grey mini. Uh, Orange Box is out with me and Henry again through the year. We'll be doing Northumberland Rally and various other road rallies. Uh, we uh, have got a run at the Goodwood Festival of Speed Forest Stage in the Land Crab, which seems to turn heads because we like that jump. Uh, but anything we get invited to, anything that I like the look of this year is what we're doing. So, but you are still doing a bit of circuit racing. Yeah, I've got to go around in circles. Them navigators talk to me. I can't get used to that. <laughs> turn right, turn left. I know where I'm going. I'm a race driver. <laughs> And the other interesting thing is you're restoring another Britty Laley works car, probably even more unlikely than the Land Crab, an Allegro. I've got the only works Allegro that they ever built. It's NOJ946M. It's a bit of a soft box. I actually began my rallying career in that car back in the 80s. And I got it offered a couple of years ago, and it took a little while to put a deal together. 
mainly my fault because I couldn't make my mind up because it's a relic and we're just on with the restoration now and we restore it in the 1975 RAC rally colours where Pat Ryan and Mike Nicholson drove it. But a lot, a lot of people know that Russell Brooks were in line to drive it and he drove it on a test session and at the Torridine and said he'd never get in it again. <laughs> but it's another one of those cars, it's hydroelastic, it's an acquired taste but I seem to come alive in hydroelastic cars. Will it share anything in common with the Land Crab apart from its suspension? Uh, it'll be a lot better than Land Crab because it's had a, it's had its interconnection technically, so it's on individu- uh, individual suspension, independent. Uh, it will probably weigh half as much. It's a little bit shorter, but the thing about the Land Crab, its length and its weight, is what makes it stable. That's the thing. Andy Harrison, it's always a pledge to welcome you to the backseat driver. Thank you very much, and we will be no doubt chatting later on in the year. Yeah, thank you, and well done today. <laughs>